Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Oh, hi. We're going to start the show in just a second. But first, I know a lot of you like listening to podcasts. Doy. But here's the problem. There are now over a million podcasts out there to choose from. So you have to pick the very best. And for progressives... After this podcast, of course, there's no better podcast out there than the Bill Press Pod by our old friend Bill Press. Yes, Bill's still at it, fighting for all the good progressive causes, telling the truth about the worst president in our history, and bringing us his podcast twice a week. So first, every Tuesday... Bill interviews a leading progressive, like this week, Congressman Tim Ryan plugging hazard pay for nurses, doctors, paramedics, and others who stay on the job, putting their lives at risk every day. And then on Friday, Bill assembles three top Washington reporters to look back on the big stories of the week and expose the latest lies of Donald Trump. That's a Herculean task. As a progressive, the Bill Press pod is all you need to stay informed, outraged, and engaged. So join me in subscribing to Bill's new podcast. Just go to wherever you get your podcasts, search for the Bill Press pod, click on subscribe, and tell your friends to do the same. And now, let the cartoons begin. Broadcasting from Resistance Headquarters, relentlessly fighting back against the clown dictator and his regime of deplorables. Never give up, never surrender. This is the Bob Seska Show, presented by BubbleGenius.com. Um, it signs that Gans made for the door of his office. Uh, he started off with interrogation room. Uh, he went to interrogation office, investigation room. Investigation office, just for the... uh, He really lost it here. Quiet, please. Investigation in process. Mm. Uh, Silence. Silence. Interrogation. That's frightening. Uh, This is what he's gone for. Investigation and meeting room. Makes sense. My personal favourite, though, has to be... Gareth Keenan investigates. Wow. So... There's a lot of... um, I'm trying to work in here. Sorry, mate, yeah. How is the investigation going? Good. Bob Seska! Ladies and gentlemen, take my advice. Pull down your pants and slide on the ice. The Bob Seska Show! <laughs> Donald Trump and Lindsey Graham investigates. From our nation's capital, it is Thursday, May 14, 2020, and this is the Bob Seska Show, presented by BubbleGenius.com. Hi, my name is Bob. Hello, Bob. Hi, day 1,211 of the Trump crisis, 173 days until the 2020 presidential election. And you know what? Screw this music. We're doing this. (laughs) The 
Goff ninjas are here. T-Rex, David Ferguson from the T-Rex Report podcast, patreon.com slash the T-Rex Report. Also, Jody Hamilton from the From the Bunker podcast and the Sexy Liberal Podcast Network from dash the dash bunker.com. Everywhere you get your podcasts and sexyliberal.com. Sexy Tom, how are you? How are you, Goth? <laughs> how are you, Goth ninjas? <laughs> I'm all right. How you doing? I'm doing great. I was watching the uh, Rick Bright testimony earlier. How did that uh, go? In the house. It went just about as well as you would think it went. I mean, he's doing a fine job. I can't help but to think every time I'm just listening and not watching it, Mm -hmm. just as as I'm hearing the audio of the hearings Mm -hmm. in the house, he sounds exactly like, and this is such an obscure reference, but he sounds just like Lawrence Kasdan, screenwriter Lawrence Kasdan. He's got the same voice. Am I right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. No idea. Right. Well, Lawrence Kasdan wrote uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark, little movies okay. like that. Uh, Silverado. He wrote Silverado, too, didn't he? Grand Canyon. He wrote Grand Canyon. He wrote uh, The Empire Strikes Back, that little uh, movie, that little sci fi thing from film? 1980. I've yeah. heard of that. Little teeny yeah, tiny independent production. Yeah. It was a small yeah. <laughs> 16 millimeter. Showed it's got a little, little George Lucas guy. Yeah. Had something yeah. to do with it, too. It was yeah. an art he, house. He's going to get somewhere one of these days. One of these days, he's going to make it. Um, yeah. So he is the, uh, the top U.S. vaccine doctor rick bright and he was ousted in april and testified today that the u.s could face quote-unquote the darkest winter in modern history because the trump administration was unprepared for the coronavirus according to uh dr rick bright's prepared testimony he said our window of opportunity is closing if we fail to develop a national coordinated response based in science i fear the pandemic will get far worse and be prolonged causing unprecedented illness and fatalities unquote so dr bright's a cup half full kind of guy huh uh dr bright testified (laughs) that the department of health and human services uh missed early warning signals in january february and march that's a long time about a potential shortage of medical supplies and, quote-unquote, forgot important pages from our pandemic playbook early on. Dr. Bright filed a whistleblower complaint last week alleging he was ousted over his attempts to limit the use of hydroxychloroquine, Donald Trump's favorite medicine. And, and clearly the Republican Party's favorite medicine because, oh my God, when do the checks start rolling in? Because that's how they're behaving uh-huh. as if they have an obvious financial stake in all of this. And we know that uh, Trump is partly invested in Novartis and all of these uh, companies making hydroxychloroquine. So we know Donald, we know why Donald Trump's pushing it and has been pushing it all this time because he's collecting cash. That's what he does. But the question now is, how are all the other Republicans benefiting from that? Are they all into this uh, multi-level marketing scheme that Donald Trump is in on or what? But he also said, Rick Bright, this was one of the more alarming parts of the testimony. Uh, he's talking about a vaccine. And this has become, at least for me, the benchmark for when things should get back to normal. When I'm going to feel comfortable going back to the gym and going back to the grocery store mm-hmm. and going out and being around people is when they have a vaccine. I don't run out and get a flu vaccine every year. I'm one of those guys. Is ah, no, I don't. And I same here. I don't. I'm doing it this year. Yeah, because I did it this year. Yeah, I mean, I never get the flu. And knock on wood, I think the last time I had the flu, I mean, literally influenza, was maybe 25 years ago. 
So it just doesn't happen. And I don't know if it's because of how I live my life or my immune system or what. I just don't get it. But with this, I'm absolutely going to do what I can to be first in line to get this vaccine when and if it ever comes out. And Rick Bright said on a vaccine, uh, 12 to 18 months is an aggressive schedule. So he's yeah. looking at best case, best case scenario. 12 to 18 months, but he believes it's going to take longer than that, which is in stark contrast to Donald Trump today, uh, who was tweeting that there's going to be a uh, vaccine by the end of the year. (laughs) Sure, Mr. President. Wrong. The same thing is with Putin. Who's Mm -hmm. also, you know, egregiously mismanaging his country's response to the pandemic. Yep. It's, you know, your blustering and your bullying and your Twitter rants will only take you so far with opponents that cannot see or hear or, yeah. you know, it's just like mm-hmm. your ideology is, you know, viruses don't care. Viruses don't care. Right, <laughs> right. If you're red or blue and viruses, viruses don't, care. don't care. You know, it's just, you know, you can't, it's like every single opponent these assholes have met before in their lives was vulnerable to some form of bullying. And if they yeah. weren't, their family and loved ones were. Mm-hmm. Right. But the COVID virus doesn't have any loved ones to bully. It just, no. it's, and they just, they don't know any other. It's, I have to wonder sometimes do Republicans like ever get tired of coming down on the wrong side of every single question? Yeah. I, you know, they haven't been right since Lincoln. No. <laughs> That's pretty much true. Yeah, I would say so. I mean, maybe Eisenhower. I'm, Eisenhower was a, was a decent president, and so is Teddy Roosevelt, and they were both Republicans. But um, yeah, I mean, they really have not been right. <laughs> no. Since the fifties, yeah, I mean uh, anything, labor, I mean, segregation, women's yeah. rights, healthcare. I mean, it's just like every single possible issue comes down, and now we even have something that should totally transcend politics and party—a mm-hmm. global pandemic that infects everyone, red and blue alike. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I mean, they've w- managed to make it into a like you know, uh, I'm so tough, I don't need to fear the pair. It's just, I mean, when was it, the last time the Republicans passed like a groundbreaking piece of legislation? And I know th- to a certain extent. You mean besides their tax cuts that are going right. to put us a trillion dollars in debt? Yeah, I mean, what, like the Patriot Act maybe? I mean, there have been things like tax cuts along the line, but I'm thinking in terms of what Republican initiative rises to the level of, say, Medicare or the Affordable mm-hmm. Care Act or mm-hmm. Social Security. What Republican accomplishment rises to that same level? And I really, honest to God, well, there can't was think that Terry Schiavo thing. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> yeah, sure. The, I mean, in the eighties, I guess you could say to an extent, Ronald Reagan got together with Tip O'Neill, and they kind of extended the life of Social Security. But that By was raising in, taxes on everybody. Yeah, that's right. But there is all kinds of trouble that is emerging now for the Republican Party, and it's self-inflicted. It's almost entirely Mm -hmm. self-inflicted. And they're trying desperately to make it out to seem as if it's all the Democrats' fault. It's all Obama's fault. And we're going to get to all of that in a second. Obama! But you uh, can't spell Obamagate without MAGA. (laughs) (laughs) But before we uh, launch into all of that, because that's a whole separate thing. I mean, they're opening a can of worms that is loaded with blowback against the Republicans. Let Obama testify, Just do it. He will wipe the floor with them. Mm -hmm. Bright discussed how the director of the FDA's Center for Drug Evaluation and Research urged Rick Bright to request an emergency use authorization of hydroxychloroquine from the FDA that was more limited than what the HHS had requested. But that FDA official's name is uh, 
Dr. Woodcock. <laughs> <laughs> Coincidentally enough. It just, just begs for a knock-knock joke, but I can't quite put it together. Yeah. Knock-knock, who's there? Dr. Woodcock. Woodcock. Dr. Woodcock who? who? <laughs> Dr. Woodcock was my radio name in 1979. I, if I recall correctly, I think I was using that. I was, I was working in Rochester at the time, and <laughs> I was Dr. Johnny Woodcock on the radio. Hey, everybody. <laughs> Uh, did you guys see the protest in Michigan? There was another protest today, and there was a guy. First another of all, one? yeah, they had a huge banner. It was in uh, Lansing. They had a huge banner across the front of the building that said freedom, and it was spelled with three E's. A B? Three. Oh, no. Real- <laughs> Almost close, but three E's in freedom is how they spelled it. Really? Yeah. Fucking Christ. And I'm, I have no <sighs> idea if that was intentional, because, as if to say, freedom. Or if it was just, oh, shit, we put an extra E in there. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> wow. I mean, it's just like I said, it, you know, it's like when they were freaking out in train spotting about being Scottish. They're like, we're being dominated by a bunch of a feet wankers. You know, like, it's just like, how do we keep getting beaten by these fucking clowns? Yeah. I just, mean, it, uh, there was another guy. I know was, how. I know. Yeah. There was a guy at that rally. Uh, he showed up with a doll on a noose. Tied to I an American that, yeah. flag. It was a Barbie uh, with dark mm-hmm. hair. And so apparently that was supposed to represent Governor Whitmer. And he was also carrying an axe for some reason. Like, I don't know, like Paul Bunyan. He had an uh, literally an axe, <sighs> like a wooden-handled axe. These are, these are the people that are surrounding Donald Trump. These are the red hats. Your red hats on display. And there's the guy who like basically took his dick out of his half sister to come to the rally. (laughs) That's right. Here we go. (laughs) We don't give a crap, you see, about how you might die. Rocky Mountain Mike. We all join our hands and sing about how we won't comply. Sing along. Come on, people now, to hell with grandmother, everybody. <laughs> trying to breathe on another right now. Right now. Right now. Right now. Peace. Holy shit. Thank you, American Republican Party, for doing everything you can to make sure grandma is trouble ready. Yeah. No shit. No fucking shit. Oh, man. So... She's going to spend the last years of her life eating cat food and then die in a pandemic. Thanks, Republicans. Right. Well, at least they're holding Richard Burr accountable. And you know why they're hurt? Yeah, but I don't I don't know if that's the right thing. I, no, unless they neither do I. Kelly Loeffler brought up on charges. Uh, mm-hmm. This is about the Russia investigation. It's yes. About ding, ding, ding. Yes, it's all about the Russia investigation. This is all about Donald Trump being pissed off and vindictive uh-huh. and seeking revenge against anyone who was involved in that. And as we know, 
Richard Burr was one of the few Republicans, if not the only Republican, who has worked with the Democrats, who worked with Mark mm-hmm. Warner to uncover the Russia investigation without the Trump bias. I mean, he's headed the committee, the Senate Intelligence Committee, uh, throughout their entire investigation, uh, retraced a lot of even the Steele dossier. I mean, recreated mm-hmm. a good part of that uh, through that investigation and has been linked to shockingly enough factual reality with the russia investigation and now oh, we can't have that yeah yeah well the other thing is I, I see people all over twitter cheering for this and yeah richard burr is not necessarily an ally he's an ally yeah. on on russia and that's very very important but mm-hmm. i don't think it's anything to cheer for that richard burr is going to step where he actually has stepped down from the senate intelligence committee as chairman and he is probably going to be replaced by, I'm just going out on a limb here with this, Tom Cotton. And, yeah. That's almost as bad if they just went ahead and they gave it to Jim Jordan. Yeah, I mean, Tom, <laughs> Tom Cotton is Donald Trump with a neck. I mean, that's yeah. where it's Tom Cotton. I mean, the guy's a nutbag. He's the guy who the Never Trumpers have been warning about, who is basically in line with Donald Trump, but he's, yeah. got, a, but he's got a brain in his head. Yeah, he's frightening. Yeah, yeah. He makes my gaydar just like ring, 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 ring. Like you know, I mean, just like Tom Cotton. Just, I mean, if he's not gay, yeah, God missed a golden opportunity because I mean, <laughs> just like, it's, it's just something about you know. And I've heard rumors to that effect, but I don't know. I heard him from the same people I heard about Aaron Shock. Mm-hmm. So I mean, they've been right before, but I just yeah. And that to me is the most insidious form of evil. Mm-hmm. That like quietly gay republic, like you know, Lindsey Graham. Like, mm-hmm. what are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> I know. Oh, man, we got to get to Lindsey Graham here in a second. Oh, uh, premature, premature. Shut off the music. No, we're not going to do it. <laughs> premature, gone with the windism. Yeah. Uh, you just chiffoned all over yourself. <laughs> but, yeah. So, meanwhile, while Richard Burr has to step down, Jim Inhofe is still around. Kelly Loeffler is still around. This is not Mm -hmm. some random scoop that someone heard through the grapevine. These are documented stock sales in violation of the Stock Act. But the guy who was in charge of the Russia investigation is the only guy to face any ramifications. And then he's going to probably be replaced with a Donald Trump loyalist, with basically Mm -hmm. the biggest red hat in the United States Senate. Who is mm-hmm. Tom Cotton? Is I mean, that I, again, I don't... It's a giant, whiny, man-sized diaper bag. <laughs> is Cotton the is Cotton the ranking member after? Uh, yeah, I, I, you be. know what? That's a really good question. I, I just assumed it's going to be Tom Cotton. I don't know. I have any facts along those lines? I don't know who it's going to actually be. But Marco Rubio also sits on that committee. It's not a committee, at least on the Republican side. It's not a committee packed with good people. <laughs> it's, it's all Marco Rubio on the intelligence committee. It's just <laughs> well, it was like, yeah. like um, walking oxymoron right there. It was like uh, Michelle Bachman, wasn't she on the intelligence committee in the House? Oh yeah, that was oh, horrifying. With her, it was the creative intelligence committee. <laughs> right. Uh, it could be Jim Reich. I don't know if you pronounce his name that way. He's uh, the no-name <laughs> senator from Idaho. But look who else is on the committee. Marco Rubio, Susan Collins, Roy Blunt, Tom Cotton, Big John Cornyn, for God's sake, and Ben Sass. Uh, on the minority side, just for what it's worth, Mark Warner, Diane Feinstein. Mark Warner is the uh, vice chairman. Diane Feinstein, Ron Wyden, Martin Heinrich, Angus King, Kamala Harris, uh, Michael Bennett, 
but it will probably be if Donald Trump has anything to say about it, probably is going to be Tom Cotton. And because one of the things that Tom Cotton will be able to do is start to send uh, documentation over to the White House, sort of like what Devin Nunes mm-hmm. was doing when Devin Nunes was the chairman on the House side or the House Intelligence Committee before the uh, 2018 election. So this is not going to end up well. And anyone who cheers for Richard Burr losing his gig, I get it. I mean, he has to be held accountable. There have to, has to be consequences oh, yeah. for dumping stock like this. But at the same time, we got to remember he's the, the way things work these days is when you get a moderate Republican, and I guess you could consider Richard Burr to be somewhat moderate given his stance on Russia. Uh, Compared to what, a caveman? I, I don't know. Right. I mean, that's where we are. With, <laughs> that's where we are with Republican politics. A poo-flinging monkey yeah. makes, you know, <laughs> it's just... Exactly. Well, but at the same time, though, we don't want to end up in deeper shit over something else. You know, the Russia investigation. And they've been actively trying to rewrite history on that. And I think that's like, no, I miss Jeff Sessions now as the AG. (laughs) I miss Jeff Sessions and then I reload. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Fucking hate I, that little troll. I'm I sorry. know, but just... he was a better AG than fucking Bill Barr. Oh, that's absolutely true. And you know what? That brings up a good point that but, I can. Uh, you know, an environmental Superfund site would be a better AG that's than true. Bill Barr. Yeah, yeah. You what? are correct, sir. But still, I mean, Jesus fucking Christ, Jeff Sessions was a godsend comparatively. Yeah, and I was thinking about something along those lines, and it relates directly to Bill Barr's existence as AG. And I've been trying to crystallize over the past year or more. Like, what exactly is it about Donald Trump getting a second term specifically? I mean, we all know it's going to be a nightmare and a hellscape and all these things. But what is it specifically that's going to make Donald Trump's second term so utterly atrocious? I mean, just beyond anything that we can possibly imagine. And I think I kind of landed on it. First of all, the last four years, it, we've been bombarded with this fire hose of news. It has been one thing after another with this guy, everything from Charlottesville to uh, impeachment and all points in between, just the long list of things, things that have nothing to do in many cases with legislation. It's just all Donald Trump damage to how the system actually functions, damage to factual reality uh, beyond anything else. And so... We know how bad it can be. And mm-hmm. that's with the stricture applied of the fact that Donald Trump has to run for re-election. He has to get enough people to vote for him again, one way or another, so he can have a second term. So, so Russia can fake the results to make it look almost real. Well, yeah, there's that. But I mean, <laughs> here's the thing. We already know at this point, too, that impeachment is probably off the table. Even if Nancy Pelosi decides to go forward with a second impeachment, let's say Donald Trump... stop talking about his second term as if it's a foregone conclusion? I'm You're not saying... What? No, I'm not saying it's a foregone conclusion. All <laughs> like I'm saying... Like hair are falling out of my well, head. Well, here's, right here's part of the purpose, though. The purpose is to shake by the lapels some of the people who are sitting there going... Now, I think I'm going to vote for Jesse Ventura, Justin Amash, or I'm not going to vote for Joe Biden because Joe Biden's X, Y, and Z. and You're a rape apologist if you vote for Joe Biden. That kind of line. And we know some of the people who are playing with that kind of talking point. So uh, this is part of the reason why talking about a second Trump term and really getting down to the nitty gritty in terms of why it's going to be so bad. Okay, so what we know from his first term is that impeachment is probably off the table. They won't have 67 votes in the Senate to remove, even if the Democrats take back the Senate. What we also know is that the 25th Amendment is kind of off the table. 
Mike Pence is too spineless, a bunch of spineless weasels surrounding Donald Trump in the cabinet. Probably not going to happen. We also know, and this goes back to Bill Barr, that the Department of Justice is not going to remove or indict Donald Trump. Nothing is going to happen along those lines. There will be no indictment of Donald Trump while he is president. That is obvious and clear to all of us. Okay, so what is left on the table? Let's say in his first term, what is left on the table to hold him accountable? Well, there's the election. Now, imagine second term Donald Trump with, with, without, impeachment, <laughs> without impeachment, without uh, any indictments, without any 25th Amendment, and most importantly, unfettered, unfettered by any kind of re-election. He will not have to run again. So now imagine Donald Trump in a second term, apply everything we know about him from the first term, put that into a second term, and then take out all accountability. Every, literally every form of accountability against the president. Donald Trump will have that. And we know Mm -hmm. that if you give Donald Trump an inch, he's going to take a thousand miles. And he knows this by now, I'm sure, that if he gets a second term, there will be nothing to stop him. Not Republicans, not Democrats, not the Department of Justice, not an impeachment, not the 25th Amendment, certainly not an election. So four more years. Well, maybe COVID-19. Yes, well, and that's on top of being in the middle of a plague, for God's sake. Because remember, viruses don't care. Seriously, seriously, if you're wandering around playing uh, grab ass with the consequences of this election because of whatever your fucking agenda happens to be, Uh you are tempting a disaster of epic proportions beyond anything you could possibly imagine. I hate to sound this alarmist about it, but this is the centerpiece of it. No accountability. Donald Trump, four more years, zero accountability. That is the terrifying. And that's when the rest scenario. of the world just completely gives up on us. Yeah, you know, they're well, like, I, th- I think that we have a little bit of grace left in just terms of them being like, well, this was a huge mistake, and yeah. right. they got fucked over by the Russians, and mm. it was just a terrible, terrible thing that they lived out for four years, and yeah. now it's over. Yeah. But I if know. we reelect the, him, they're just going to be like, America deserves whatever it gets now. The fucking purists on the left that are, you know holding their breath till they turn blue, do they honestly think that four more years of Trump is going to get their agenda? No, because the foundation upon which that agenda has to be built is going to be entirely removed. I mean, what we're talking about here is the potential for Donald Trump to become a Mm -hmm. Putin-style totalitarian. You are absolutely correct. And this is something that he can achieve in a second term. So imagine an unaccountable Donald Trump who doesn't have an election just declaring himself to have absolute power. And then he's got the backing of this gigantic disinformation uh, machine. Uh, I mean, a billion dollar disinformation machine just going into the campaign, much less what happens after the fact. The ramifications are almost indescribable. Beyond that, because really what you're talking about is the whimsy of of someone who needs to be in a mental hospital, as far as I'm concerned. I mean, that and that's what we're talking about with Donald Trump. Ninety nine point ninety nine percent of it is utter whimsy. I mean, that's what what does this button do? Haven't we been talking about that? Like his whole presidency is, hmm, I wonder what this button does. I wonder if I if I say this, I wonder what will happen. Stay tuned for tomorrow's episode. Mm -hmm. These are the things that I think get lost in the conversation. The big picture scenario. The the why. Why specifically? 
is this election so important? Yes, Donald Trump's a monster and we need to get rid of him, but why? And I think that kind of encapsulates it. As terrifying as it is, and I'm sorry, I don't mean to be uh, just a, a colossal Debbie Downer in all of this, but uh, but that's what I'm looking at. So there you go. Um, you know, there was a, an interesting package arrived at our place uh, the other day. And it was a box. It didn't have, well, it had a, a UPS label on it. And when I opened up the box, I saw inside the box, there was about a dozen N95 masks. Each one individually, yeah, each one individually sealed in little Ziploc bags. Mm-hmm. As oh, cool, someone sent us N95 masks. Maybe it was uh, David, or maybe it was Buzz, or maybe it was my mom. I don't know. Did someone, maybe it was some listener sending us a, a gift of N95 masks for some reason. <laughs> uh, but there was no note. There was no specific return address other than the fulfillment center, which was UPS. And so they're like, who the hell sent us these N95 masks? And for some reason, one of the first things Kimberly did when she saw the open box, she tried on one of the masks. <laughs> Put on one of the masks. Said, what are you doing? <laughs> what? Oh, God. Yeah. You're imagining like smallpox blankets, basically. <laughs> oh, yeah. Is I there mean, a special present for you from Ryan Knight? Yeah, um, yeah. I'm thinking maybe the, the bunch of Pepe the Frog people sent it to us. I mean, I'm going immediately to the paranoid side of things too as i really start to think about it as is your want um. <laughs> <laughs> right so before i tell you who actually sent it because i discovered the sender i have found out who it was who sent me the box of n95 masks without a note or anything like that and we're going to talk about that in just one second but first now more than how's that for a tease nice <laughs> okay president <laughs> Now more than ever, we're all thinking about our hygiene, damn it. We're washing our hands, sneezing into our arms. We're practicing social distancing. We're not touching our faces. But what about our phones? They're huge carriers of germs. Phones are a vector for disease, and we rarely clean them. I can't think of the last time I actually cleaned my phone. We're constantly touching these phones with our hands, even pressing them to our face. It's time to take cleaning uh, your phone more seriously. The Clean Phone Pro Sanitizer uses medically proven UV light technology to kill 99.99% of all bacteria that comes in contact with your phone. Better than wipes and safe for your advice, the Clean Phone Pro gets every inch of your phone clean with nine high-power UVC lights. There's a dedicated wireless charging pad on the top of the chamber. You can be sanitizing your other items while wirelessly charging your phone or just use the Clean Phone Pro as your go-to charging station any damn time. A fully removable top means easier fit for more items and larger items. Go to thecleanphone.com today and get one for just $89 and free shipping when you use the code SEXYLIBERAL. SEXYLIBERAL is all one word, by the way. If you're serious about hygiene, it's time to get serious about cleaning your phone. Go to thecleanphone.com and keep your phone truly clean. Remember to use the code SEXYLIBERAL for two-day free shipping and, and, and it's going to ship immediately. That's thecleanphone.com, thecleanphone.com. Dot com. Thank you. We are so excited to welcome a new sponsor to the Stephanie Miller Show, Literati, America's number one subscription book club for kids. Who did I send them to? Your ex. My beautiful ex and her <laughs> newborn. And she wrote to me and said, hi, Scoot. Look what came today. Baby books from Literati. Cutest delivery ever with personal tags in each book showing it. Wait, Scoot? 
Did I? <laughs> Stephanie's nickname is Scoot. I'm going to call her Scoot from now on. I, just, I think you should. Just making a note of that. Okay. I did not know that. I, I did not know that that particular ex called her that, and I I know her ex and yes, and, me too. and her ex's wife, and then I haven't met the baby yet. But um, wow, Scoot. Scoot. That's going to be a thing from now on. Okay. All right. Just ba- to know. back to Scoot. Oh, her baby Alexandra. That's so cool. So cute. Thank you again for sharing this incredible book club with us. Alex says hi. Look, this book. Book belongs to Alexandra. Mm-hmm. There's their kitty guarding all the books. Um, it is a fantastic thing, especially for parents in quarantine. To get it, go to literati.com, L-I-T-E-R-A-T-I.com slash Stephanie for 25% off your first two subscriptions. Literati.com slash Stephanie. Curated selection, only keep your favorites. Send the rest back for free. Every parent I know loves Literati. Go to literati.com slash Stephanie now for 25% off your first two subscriptions. Literati.com slash Stephanie. Terms the conditions apply. The Bob Seska Show. Things are starting to change. Need a change of scenery. I don't like who I am. What these feelings mean to me. I'm getting my car, but I don't know just where to go. Or maybe jump in the river, but rise above the undertow. I'll be seeing you around. I won't let anything get The great Mia Montenegro. Song called I Want to Go South. Oh, man, one of my favorite albums, one of the best albums that uh, I've had the privilege to uh, play songs from in the past year or so. And we played Mia the very first month of the Indie Music Countdown and our indie music here on the show. That was uh, over a year ago. But thanks to everyone who's been submitting, especially Mia. It's so great. I love this, love this song, love the whole album. BobSeska.com slash music. If you want to submit, please do. Thank you so much. All right. So getting back to things here, I, I teased at the right at the beginning of the commercial break that uh, someone sent me some N95 masks. And I was trying to, I mean, I desperately was trying to unravel this mystery. I mean, I had Google Maps open and I found the location of the UPS <laughs> drop box. It came from Chicago. And I, I put out the word on Facebook, like, did someone send us masks? I want to know we if kind of maybe had a contest. Like, people could guess wrong answers only. And whoever has the best one gets like 10 N95 masks or something. <laughs> Good idea. I wish I had the forethought to uh, actually do that that would have been fun turns out uh it was uh the person who's trying to kill stephanie miller for the insurance money (laughs) her business partner ron sent us the n95 mask via the fine folks at thecleanphone.com so if you're looking for n95 masks go to our uh, one of our fine sponsors thecleanphone.com today get your uh, clean phone for just $89 clean phone pro and then uh, make sure to use the code sexy liberal but also you can get uh, n95 masks there too so have fun good luck with your mask purchasing uh so that that wrapped up the the mystery i was so, i was so relieved to get that email back from ron because i sent him an email did you you happen to send me n95 masks <laughs> but anyway so uh getting back to things here uh donald trump i feel like we as a country need to apologize to dr fauci because of Rand paul yeah i just you know the man dr fauci has been a dedicated public servant 
mm-hmm. under Reagan, both yep. Bushes, Clinton, Obama. And then he, you know, and I just, I, I was watching Rand Paul, who now looks like a bridge troll. You know, I don't like. <laughs> he does. Like, totally see, does. Like, is he like going full Howard Hughes? He's like not cutting his hair and nails anymore and like walking around with Kleenex boxes on his feet. Because, I mean, his hair already was bad. He had, he had COVID hair. He was COVID. Yeah. COVID wasn't cool. You know, like he had COVID hair before the rest of us. And now, like, the, now that the rest of us look like ass, he feels the need to outdo us all yes. by no, looking think, even worse. Right. No, I think he grew the beard so that when he moves to Moscow, he fits in in the winter. That's right. Seriously. And that's uh, that's so important to fit right in there, right? Because he's got that. I just there. couldn't believe it where he's like, you know, Dr. Felch, I just don't know that you're the be all and be end all. all. And he's oh like, where's this yokel accent coming from? He used to talk like a stoner. He's, you know, like Rand Paul. <laughs> he sounds a little bit like uh, Southern California. His accent weirdly yeah. sounds no, he's like always Southern... sounded like a stoner to me. Yes, yeah. exactly right. Like a surfer. Yeah. When I did, I did a bit years and years ago about the, uh, it was like a hair club for men kind of advertisement with Rand Paul and Donald <laughs> Trump. And it had all the names of their different hair styles and uh, or the different kinds of toupees that they sell all based on their own hairstyles the voice i did for Rand paul was absolutely like a southern california stoner voice and it was like that's what he sounds like and i'm Rand paul senator from kentucky and uh, dr fauci you're not like the be all and end all of the, like, you oh should be the one person who's a scientist who knows science <laughs> no, i'm a doctor too dude you are so not gnarly you are so not gnarly dr fauci <laughs> he really like i thought fauci was like you know with all due respect go fuck yourself you know like um <laughs> Almost as good as Carlos Ellis Rockies. He has the best Fauci. Yeah, oh my God. The absolute best Fauci, 100%. But you're a close second, David. That was damn good. <laughs> that was great. The vaccine won't be available. Yeah, you just. But uh, just seriously, like, I'm just watching this, like, up, you know, Rand Paul, who's, like, only there because his dad is a, you know, right wing legend. Mm. And the, the original, like, mailing list. Uh, scam artist and just he's like managed to work that like Amway kind of family business mail order you know Mm -hmm. conspiracy theory thing to get a senate seat and he just and you know he's sitting there with like Tevas and cargo shorts on with his coat and tie I just oh god Rand Paul I just uh, Mm -hmm. uh, yes indeed can we get get the the Haberman sound from Jody (laughs) oh yeah yeah, uh, Rand Paul. <laughs> oh, it's by the, the way. Haberman sound. There we go. That's that's a great name for it. The Haberman sound. You know what? The Haberman maneuver. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm. It's a way to you know this a way to stop choking in the process. Right. Well, uh, yeah. I mean, Trump called Dr. Fauci's testimony the other day about caution and opening schools this fall unacceptable. Unacceptable. <laughs> it's totally. Un- and I could. I know exactly. I didn't see the clip of Trump actually saying this. He Trump was interviewed yesterday on Fox News Channel by Maria Bartiromo, who happened to be uh, Lando Calrissian's co-pilot in Return of the Jedi. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, just, she was. Yes, <laughs> absolutely was. That was one of Chez's jokes back in the day, and it was one of the funniest. I just remember when Maria Bartiromo was interviewing. I think it was what was his name from Wisconsin. Come on, help me out. From Wisconsin. Uh, Scott Walker? No, no smart Democrat. 
Oh, oh Feingold. Russ Feingold. 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 Russ yes. Feingold. Yeah. Russ Feingold. Yeah. And like Maria Bartiromo is like, well, if you like Medicare so much, why aren't you on it? Because I'd love to Because he's like, I'm not 65. You know? <laughs> <It's> <laughs> like, yes. I don't qualify yet. Great you know? answer. She's, like, yeah. she's a Fox business correspondent and she doesn't know the difference between Medicare and Medicaid. <laughs> So that's the qualification, you know, mm-hmm. like a slit skirt and an IQ like toast. Yes, exactly. Well, you know, I didn't see the interview. I don't know if you guys watched the uh, sit down with Trump and Maria Bartiromo, uh, but <laughs> I'd I... rather watch two sea sponges having sex. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wonder if you've procrastinated to that uh, image, David. No, no, never. There. Oh, good, good, good. OK, so I'm thinking the way Donald Trump delivered that uh, uh, not acceptable, not an acceptable answer is his somber, so somber, like breathless voice where he goes, not acceptable, not, mm-hmm. not acceptable, where it's almost like he's out of breath, but he's trying to be serious. So, no, 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 acceptable. It's not. And he doesn't even move his mouth when he does it. And it's just... Dr. Like, Fauci is... A I'm so tired of watching his thoughts like bubble out of his face like swamp gas. Yeah. You know, it just... Oh, sometimes, God. you know what? Sometimes I hear myself describing Trump or these interviews and I'm going, oh my God, I really am going crazy. I, I'm losing my mind. <laughs> it's like, why am I off on some tangent about who Maria Bartiromo looks like? Well, you know what? It's the fire hose of news. I'm going to blame that. <laughs> Meanwhile, Donald Trump tweeted, speaking of Wisconsin, he said, the great state of Wisconsin, home to... Tom Tiffany's big congressional victory on Tuesday was just given another win. It's Democrat <sighs> governor was forced by the courts to let the state open. The people want to get on with their lives. The place is bustling. <laughs> okay, sure. You know what? They're going to get on with their lives for, oh, about two weeks. And then they're going to be I was okay. drowning in their was own watching floods. the Supreme Court justice from Wisconsin. The, the chief justice of the Supreme yeah. Court was like, well, it's meat plant workers. It's not the regular folks. Right. What? And that just made my brain bleed. Oh, yeah, bleed. she did. She said and that. that, uh, that I think her means name is Patience, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, really? I think it is. <sighs> it should be chastity um, with a face like that. Uh, oh, man. So she like just, oh, she's like, you know, because what she's saying is it's not white people. She's yeah. saying it's exactly. just a bunch of immigrants. Mm. You know, who cares about them if they're getting sick and dying? Just keep the bacon coming. Well, I mean, uh, beyond that, uh, in terms of who grandma is going to be voting for, Donald Trump is failing badly with senior voters. And in yeah. fact, the numbers between uh, Biden versus Trump and Trump versus Hillary from four years ago, the numbers have entirely reversed, where I think uh, it was somewhere around 42% for Hillary in 2016. It's now about 42% support among seniors for Donald Trump, with uh, Joe Biden up in the low 50s, which is exactly wow. where Trump was four Good. years ago. So seniors are backing quickly away Good. from Donald Trump. And well, he's basically saying, I don't care if you die. Right. Yeah. You know, you got to give something, got to put some skin in the game, Grandma. You know, we got to get the economy moving again so my second quarter earnings don't slip too far. And just like, <clears throat> Well, yeah. one of the things that we're going to be relying on, one of the things especially Trump is going to be relying on for this election is for some fucked up reason, he has decided, hey, this would be a good idea. Again, what does this button do? Let's make the whole election a referendum on Barack Obama. <laughs> Which, of course, brings in Lindsey Graham. This involves Lindsey Graham now, who's been looped into this utter fucking madness around what Donald Trump is calling Obamagate. 
And uh, Trump tweeted this today about Barack Obama. If I were a senator or congressman, the first person I would call to testify, this is almost like those Jack Handy deep thoughts poems. This is almost how it reads. Deep thoughts. If I drop my keys in a river of molten lava, I got to let him go, man. Those (laughs) keys are gone. Deep thoughts with King Joffrey. If I were a senator or congressman, the first person I would call to testify about the biggest political crime and scandal in the history of the USA, by far, is former President Obama. He knew everything! All in caps. Do it. Bring it! You know, like... Bring President Obama before Congress. Oh yeah, well, God. that's what he's doing. He's, he's ordering. He's ordering Lindsey Graham. Hence this music. He said, "Do it, Lindsey Graham. Just do it. No more, Mister Nice Guy. No more talk. No more, Mister Nice Guy. <laughs> Here we come. I'm gonna get you, Barack Obama. I love shooting skate. <laughs> skate, skate, skate. Lindsey Graham, Skate City. <laughs> Lindsey, about two hours ago, said this uh, in response to Donald Trump. Lindsey Graham has announced a broad probe into how the Russia probe got started and whether Mueller was needed. Oh, my God. The judiciary... Quote, the judiciary... Of course, Lindsey Graham wants to probe someone. (laughs) Like a fucking alien. He just holds still, bend over all right. (laughs) Now cough. (laughs) Oh, my God, that is too funny. Lindsey, what do you have to say to that? F you. See, he's not very happy with David. Uh, yeah, so the Judiciary Committee will begin holding multiple in-depth congressional hearings regarding all things related to crossfire hurricane. Uh, so, But on the other hand, that judge is not having it from Flint, from the Justice Department about Flynn's acquittal. No. F you. What, what do you have See, to say to that, Jody? F you. I can get a, have an yeah. argument here between Jody and Lindsey Graham. F you. 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 God, can't even get a word in. It sounds like they F-U. just got to F-U. a parking. They're fighting over a parking space. <laughs> F-U. F-U. Shh, can you hear the sound? Can you hear the sound of everyone turning off the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> Stop it, Bob. Stop playing this. F-U. F-U. Okay, so on Fox News yesterday, Trump also said, this was all Obama. This was all Biden. These people were corrupt. The whole thing was corrupt, and we caught them. We caught no. them. Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. Okay, a friend of mine just posted that, oh, see, Trump was right. And I'm like, I just want to strangle him. Trump was right about what? About his wires being tapped. Oh, see, it's all coming uh, out. It's like, no! With, this is information that we've known for months yes, about well, Sally Yates going and everybody warning everybody. Oh, my God! Donald Did you Trump not did. want to open this can of worms? Because those taps were about Russian... Exactly. Money laundering through Trump Tower. Yeah, I know. like they were it just. I mean, if, do we really want to go there? Do we really want to trot all this out and Ivanka like softening up the gazillionaires? Well, and, but, and here's just, the thing: there was nothing illegal about it. Donald Trump exactly. can't name one illegal thing that was done by the uh, Obama administration. All he says is it was corrupt, and it was what did he say here? Uh, these people were corrupt. The whole thing was corrupt, and we caught them. We caught them. caught them doing what? Doing, doing what? What everything that is within the power of the national security apparatus mm-hmm. in this country, everything that the president has the capability of authorizing. Mm-hmm. But I mean, let him they, do it. It's just going to shed a spotlight on the how just how fucking corrupt the guy was before he ever came into office and how tied his connections to Russia were. Yeah. Donald Trump is a master at doing just this thing. Look at that thing over there. Isn't that weird? He doesn't have to say anything about what it actually is he's talking about. He just said, oh, look at this. Oh, look at that. Look at Obama. Look at Biden. Unmasking. Oh, my God. Unmasking. 
it doesn't have to be based on any factual context. There doesn't have to be a law that he's going by. All he has to do is insinuate the appearance or the patina of wrongdoing just by using adjectives like corrupt. You know, this is this is just how he inking in the water like a squid. Yeah, exactly right. Exactly right. So meanwhile, acting director of national intelligence, Richard Grinnell, sent Republican senators a list of former senior Obama administration officials who made unmasking requests that might have identified Michael Flynn in classified foreign intelligence reports. And so this is another layer to it. And you know what? Do you I, know who Grinnell is? Can I just take, do an aside here? Yes. I track the gay, the gay Republicans. <laughs> Grinnell is the guy who got had to scrub his Twitter history for all the bitchy shit he said about Calis, uh, what's her name? Gingrich. The sec- oh, the new yeah, wife that's that right, right. Right, he was going to be the spokesman for the Romney campaign. Everyone's like, are you kidding? That trash mouth queen? Like, <laughs> he is like, I mean, like the nastiest, bitchiest, most inch deep, superficial Washington Beltway operative. And yeah. now he's mm-hmm. acting director of national intelligence. Mm-hmm. F you. See, Lindsay This is, is the D team. I mean, we're actually on like the Z team at this mm-hmm. point for the Republican Party. It's ridiculous. Well, here's my view on all of this. I say bring it on. Call Obama in before the Judiciary Committee, before Lindsey Graham's committee. I want to hear about this. Yeah, really. And, bring it out, Republicans. Yes. Because Show it, us your, bring out your dead. <laughs> right. Because not only will that put Barack Obama front and fucking center, because uh-huh. already this is a referendum on Obama. This is what this election is going to be. And remember, Barack Obama in 2008 won Indiana. I mean, this yep. is a, the biggest blunder politically speaking, that Trump has made as far as his campaign goes, making this about Barack Obama. The other thing this does is this puts the investigation of the previous administration Uh on the table. So this is going to haunt Donald Trump because what he has done, it started with the Durham probe, with Bill Barr assigning Uh John Durham, the U.S. attorney out of Connecticut, to investigate the Obama administration, the origins or the oranges of the Russia investigation. That started the precedent. This continues the precedent that is now established for the first time. We are now, as an executive branch, going to freely investigate the previous presidential administration. So what what does that mean for Donald Trump? Well, you, he better fucking hope that he gets reelected in November because if he doesn't, that precedent is going to be waltzed right through by Joe yep. Biden uh, and whoever is his running mate and whoever turns out to be AJ, his attorney yeah. general. Yeah, exactly right. I've got a, a metaphor for you. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> the Republicans right now, like last week, right as the... Flynn news was coming down. Mm -hmm. My huge cat with the long hair, Travis, he came wandering into the room with this giant dingleberry hanging from his butt. (laughs) Right? (laughs) And just purring, purring, and wants to get in my lap, like, hi, daddy, I love you. And like, no. And like, I'm trying not to make any sounds to indicate that something repulsive is going on. But I really only have about, you know, a foot in any direction to move because my headphone cord is short and there's no paper towels. There's nothing here. And so, like, He's trying to climb into my lap and purring and giving me the big sweet eyes. And I'm just like trying to ward him off without making any sense. So I'm like a squatting mime doing an impression so of a lawn sprinkler yeah. at this point, trying to scare him away so without like, making any noise. So perfect this is visual. the Republicans. Yeah, yeah they're exactly. like, here, look at our asses. Right. <laughs> you know, like, look at all the things we're guilty of. Goes perfectly with my outraged response when that came down. Yeah, I was full like. F you. F you. Uh, meanwhile, Nikki Haley went full red hat today about all all of this. Oh, she, really? she tweeted, uh. 
Hard to see any scenario that President Obama didn't know about what was being done to Flynn. For his chief of staff and Biden to be among the people requesting the unmasking takes this to a new level. Hashtag America deserves answers. Oh, for fuck's sake. (laughs) Jesus Christ. I'm sorry. They they were asking for this person's identity because he was meeting with the Russians. Yes. Part of the transition. And he was violating our sanctions and telling them to just hang on until the new president gets sworn in because we're going to drop those nasty old sanctions. And that is fucking illegal. Okay, Nikki Haley. So get back on your fucking plane with the president and make out on the white couch or whatever you guys do. It's so creepy. She is so with each other's hair. Mm -hmm. Like, she Ugh, wants to be uh, Donald Trump's new vice presidential running mate. She wants to be mm-hmm. the replacement for uh, Mike Pence. That's what she's doing. She's here. heard there's COVID and the vice president's office, and she is getting on her campaign shoes. But this is a <laughs> this is a, a colossal mistake for Nikki Haley politically and personally for her career, because what it does Please is tie that millstone around your neck. Yeah. yeah well, I mean, it, it inextricably attaches Nikki Haley to the. Uh, red hat cult we have the receipts we have the tweets we have the statements nikki haley is just another red hat so anyone who thought that oh maybe nikki haley's one of the sane ones we can deal with nikki haley maybe because she's not really like trump well yeah yeah she is she's totally like trump she's just like trump she's a republican woman which is basically like i mean being a chicken for colonel sanders or whatever metaphor you want to go with It's completely like self-defeating behavior. Like any woman who supports the Republican agenda of removing women's bodily autonomy and locking babies in cages. Yeah. I mean, you've got Cockholm syndrome, lady. Like just <laughs> uh, a Republican. God. I just I don't get it. And they're like all so blonde. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. There was well, some meeting of like uh, in Florida. It was a big gathering, of course, mm. like last <laughs> week of a bunch of evangelical Christians for Trump and like all the women. It's just like this sea of peroxide. Just like, you know, they're like, we aren't going to let some invisible thing control our lives. <laughs> Thank you, Florida. Because yeah. we believe in Jesus and he mm. will protect us. And it's like, oh, invis- uh, you shut what, up. You, I, hey, shut yeah. the hell up. Yeah. Shut up. Shut up! Shut up! Shut up! Shut up! Shut up! <laughs> All right, we're gonna take we're a short Philip Seymour Hoffman. Fuck you or shut oh, up. Oh yeah, I've got that, that one. Too. Shut up! Shut yeah, up! Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah that right, takes it to a different shut level. Up. Will you shut up? Shut up! Shut! 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 Shut up! Shut up! Now! That's where oh, I am. So That's the stuff right there. All right, I we're... like them together personally, but. <laughs> Oh, yeah, okay. That, to me, is like the mega mix. Yeah, let's see here. Shut up! 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 God damn it. All right. It's like Bohemian Rhapsody. On that note, we'll take one last break. Back with more show after this. You can't always get a clean you can feel good about inside and out. Unless you're using Bubble Genius Bath and Body Products. See, Bubble Genius is a woman-owned small business proudly creating our vegan-friendly products in America and supporting other U.S. businesses by buying our ingredients and supplies from them as often as possible. Plus, you'll be hard-pressed to find packaging as recyclable as ours. Visit BubbleGenius.com and check out our cause-related items, too, like our global warming soap and a lot more. We donate our proceeds for those items to worthy causes, like organizations combating climate change and mountaintop removal mining. Good stuff like that. We also send our products to the troops overseas through our Buy a Soldier a Shower campaign. Because the least we can do is keep them smiling and smelling great, right? So visit BubbleGenius.com and feel good and clean. 
Bubble Genius, doing our part to make the world a better place, one bathtub at a time. That's BubbleGenius.com. Bob Seska. You. Hey, hey! This is a band called. Uh, <laughs> this is a band called Xerox. That's Xerox with a Z, and they're covering the Gorillas here. Gorillas, Feel Good Inc. This is a nice. a, a, a new band that uh, has uh, come to my attention. Uh, surf punk. Lots of ladies ponies at the track. <laughs> Lots of fun surf punk, including that cover of Gorillas there. Uh, okay, so Mike Flynn might be held in contempt of court. Th- this is one of my favorite stories Good. because they're trying desperately to uh, drop the charges against Mike Flynn. And once uh, you entered a guilty plea, it's kind of a done deal, isn't it? Yeah, it is. You can't drop the charge. I just yeah, because he can be but- tried for for perjury now because he lied to the judges three times mm-hmm. about saying he was guilty, and that's also against the law. So but in either Bill way, Bill Barr's fucked. Justice Department. It doesn't matter. We, I think we should always say Bill Barr's name like we're on Quail. Bill Barr. <laughs> <laughs> like we have the same blood pressure as an ice tray. Bill Barr. <laughs> you know. Yeah. So Flynn could actually be held in contempt of court and charged with perjury by Judge Emmett Sullivan, who's clearly displeased <laughs> with the fact that yeah. the Justice Department has dropped its charges suddenly against Flynn, despite having twice pleaded guilty to them. Right, Flynn? You know what? Yeah. This, this is bullshit. This is bullshit. <laughs> yeah, that's where I was last week on this story, but now I'm like, okay, now Judge Emmett uh, Sullivan has this under control. I think this is good. He's appointed, I think, at a retired judge yeah. who's apparently also known for their independent streak. Mm-hmm. Uh, to uh, re-adjudicate that? How does, do you have the information in front of you? I don't. I don't have whether or how that process is going to work. So you're going to just let me hang out over my skis here. I like, think so, <laughs> yeah. Well, but uh, so the chances still are pretty damn good that Donald Trump is going to pardon Mike Flynn. Yeah. If the dropping of the charges doesn't work, I mean, I, again, Debbie Downer, sorry, um, it looks like Donald Trump will go to his last-ditch effort, which is to just pardon Mike Flynn. And I feel like that's going to happen at any time now, because I think Donald Trump sees the writing on the wall. At least he's been briefed, I'm sure, about the fact that uh, it looks like uh, Judge Sullivan is going <laughs> to throw some charges at Mike Flynn to get around. Yeah, all this. Mike I- Flynn was busy. He was having like all these meetings with the Russians and Turkey. Yeah. You know, Erdogan's people. And he was just like dealing and wheeling before he even got it sworn in. Oh, yeah. It just yeah. It's disgusting. Mm-hmm. And like, and Lindsey Graham is like, I mean, not Lindsey Graham. Um, what's his face? The frog. Um, the, the Senate Majority Leader, Mitch McConnell, Mitch McConnell. Yeah, there you go. It's like, you know, President Obama should keep his mouth shut. He's classless. <laughs> Oh my Just, God, that is that is so good. You could do a whole like conversation good. between Mitch McConnell and Dr. Fauci. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's one man show. But I mean, meanwhile, Paul Manafort was released from prison to serve the remainder of his sentence from yeah. home due to concerns over coronavirus. And the fascinating yeah. aspect of this is Michael Cohen was going to go home too because of the coronavirus, but Michael Cohen has it's to stay going. in prison. 
Yeah, and oh, Michael Jesus Cohen Christ. actually meets the criteria for being released early. Paul Manafort does not. So what do you think, Jody? Is this because Donald Trump wants to reward Paul Manafort yes. and then yes. punish Michael Cohen? Because yes. obviously, yes. yeah. Yes, yes, <laughs> right. yes, yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> but there was this other story that's related to the Manafort story that hasn't really gotten a lot of traction because of, well, the thousand other things, you know, on the front page right. of the news these days. But Ukraine was going to charge Paul Manafort with corruption. And then the case just magically disappeared. This is a BuzzFeed news article. They revealed that in May 2019, as Manafort... But Hunter Biden, Bob. <laughs> yeah, don't forget. As, uh, in May of 2019, as Manafort settled into his U.S. prison cell, a special investigations unit inside the Ukrainian prosecutor general's office was preparing to wrap up a four-year-long investigation, drafting an indictment for Manafort as well as for Greg Craig. That's the former White Obama White House counsel mm-hmm. and partner at the big shot law firm of Skadden, Arp, Slate, Marr, <laughs> and You Wong. sound like you're having a seizure. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like I'm back naming Return of the Jedi characters again. Eep, op, orc, ah, uh, ah, uh, that means I love you. Yeah. Um. Skadden, Arps, Slate, Marr, and Flom. Yeah, I, uh, almost. Skadden, Arps, and Garden, Feed, Yeah, that sounds like it's a made up. Thing. I know. It's hilarious. an angry German child. At least yeah. one of those names is a made-up name. I'm convinced yeah. of that. Yeah, Flum. I'm going with Flum. Flum, yes. Uh, the charge <laughs> against Manafort aiding in the embezzlement of state funds. Charges were ready to be filed, but prosecutors held off in order to gain assistance from the DOJ. This is key. This wraps in Bill Barr. This wraps in Donald Trump. They needed certain documents uh, filed but the prosecutors filing those documents held off to get assistance from the Department of Justice. So far, no charges have been filed because they never got the assistance from the DOJ. I, I wonder why. Hmm, could it be? Maybe Bill Barr. It's Bill, Bill Barr. Bill Barr is so history, Bill Barr. history is written by the winners. <laughs> See, now that's Mitch McConnell. That's not Bill Barr. That's Mitch McConnell, yeah. yeah, that's yeah. Bill, Barr. Yeah. Bill Barr has got the even-keeled tone of voice. Like, he barely gets above a mutter. He's like, well, I just, I, it wasn't on my... There you go. wasn't on mm-hmm. the front burners for me. I just put that on the back burner, and, you know, it's... the. AG's prerogative to do that sort of thing. And everyone goes, yes, exactly what he said, because it's so reasonable sounding. Right. Yes, what Uh Bill Barr said. Um, We never do that. No, never, never, ever, ever. Uh, What do you say about that, Lindsay? F you. F you. Uh, See, and you jump right (laughs) in on that. Um, Okay, that's it for the show today. Uh, By the way, you got to listen to my interview with Ed Feldman from yesterday. Ed Feldman from The Furniture Guys. I originally talked to both of the furniture guys on the show back in March, but I wanted to talk about talk with uh, Ed Feldman one more time because Ed Feldman is loaded with opinions, and and most of them are fucking hilarious. He tells a story uh, about Woody Allen on yesterday's show. His his bump his brush with Woody Allen. He also tells a story about his brush with Stanley Kubrick. Because of the Furniture Guys television show on TLC, all, all through yeah, that. Yeah, but Jody's going to have him beat, because Jody knows everyone in Hollywood. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> right. So I got make I sure. I bought milk next to Christian Slater in an elevator. Sorry. Go to wherever you get your podcast, find the Bob Seska Show, because you're listening to the Bob Seska Show right now. You're probably already there. But 
Make sure to listen to the Wednesday interview shows. They're lots of fun. Ed Feldman is so fucking hilarious. Okay, meanwhile, you can listen to Jody Hamilton on the From the Bunker podcast, from-the-bunker.com, also at sexyliberal.com, everywhere you get your podcasts, and David Ferguson's podcast. We call him T-Rex, by the way. That's at uh, patreon.com slash the T-Rex report. Don't forget to support all your favorite sexy liberal programs at sexyliberal.com. And make sure to subscribe to my Patreon page at bobseskashow.com. Here's what you want to do. The $15 tier is the one I don't talk about a whole lot. But the $15 level on our Patreon page will get you what is known as the ultimate edition of this show. So let's say, for example, you want to listen to today's show, Thursday's show. Well, if you're subscribed for $15 a month on our Patreon page, you will get a commercial-free version of this show. But wait, there's more. Not only that, but you're also going to get the post-mortem show at the very end of it, all in one continuous file, exactly the way we record it every Tuesday and Thursday. So you get that, too. Plus, oh, wait, still more. The Friday After Party with me and Kimberly Johnson. You also get that, too. So for $15 a month, you get the ultimate edition of the Tuesday and Thursday show, that includes the post-mortem show, plus the Friday after party. That's a bargain at twice the price. We pass the savings along to you. Thank you, Goth Ninjas. We'll see you on the post-mortem show. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. F you. Bye.